Roll up, roll up, ladies and gentlemen, to the greatest podcast on earth. Step right up and experience the magnificence that is the Two Ring Circus Podcast. You'll gasp. <gasps> You'll laugh. <laughs> And you'll be amazed at what comes next. Amazing. Don't worry about the smell. It's just the stars of our show, Tom Italiano. Hi. And Matt Bradshaw. Hey. Welcome. <laughs> That's a good system, Matty. It is. I don't need to hear what's going on. What's that from? Oh, that's that David Lee Roth thing. Like, I was hanging out with two of them in case this conversation. I don't have to be part of it. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's good memory. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, wow. Uh, how was your week? How many songs have we both sung this week, collectively and together? Oh, Lord. D- yes, biblical proportions. I don't know. I don't know, you really threw me when you told me how many gigs you were doing in November, though. I know, I'm disappointed I haven't got my 40th yet. <laughs> but, I mean, it's only the 4th of November, so 5th of November. So I might... Try to remember. Fifth of November. <laughs> Try to forget your ex named a vet. Hey, that was good. I thought I saw her the other night at the wedding. I know she. Well, I thought she did have an uncanny resemblance, other than she was good two foot taller. Yeah. Yeah. Did you think that that she did? Yeah. 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 So. Yeah. She definitely yeah. had the same sort of face. Yeah. And hair. she's probably a bit smilier. She, well, she was at a wedding. It was a fun night. Yeah. It was yeah. a lovely fun night. Yeah, super fun night. Yeah, uh, it wasn't one hour and 35 minutes from my house. No, it was more like one hour and 58 minutes oh, from my house. Oh, God's sake. Are you serious, yes, dude? Yes, It was a long Two-hour drive home. You yeah. poor bugger. Yeah, you know. I, I nearly yeah. messaged you when I got home just to say, I home. Oh, just to... It would have been... Just to rub it in. It would, yeah. And that's why I didn't in the end. I kind of thought, I'll let him know I'm home safely. And then I thought, he'll think I'm just being a... You've still got an hour to go, prick. No, I would never think that about you. No, you wouldn't. No. I'm glad you got home safely. Mm. Yeah, mm. that's good. Uh, it is one of the reasons why it is uh, extra many gigs time of year is because people are weird and uh, they like horse racing. Yeah, and not way. that actually. I don't think actually. I think the horse racing thing is weird. I think the way tens of thousands of people go get drunk and don't watch any of the horses do any of the racing. I think that's weird. Um, yeah. So there's a is basically an extra kind of ten days of shenanigans in and around horse races. Which even if you don't play at the races, all of the venues around Melbourne are on high alert because a whole bunch of people come into town to party hard of course and therefore there's extra gigs yeah yeah Yeah. so gee I've seen a lot of our compatriots in this industry posting pictures of themselves playing at Flemington stuff it's like oh I'm glad it's not us I actually have I have Thursday and Saturday do you yeah Yeah. wow okay Um, uh, and uh, just think if you weren't doing those horrible you know poor horses gigs then uh you don't have 37 this month just think that then you wouldn't be worried about getting your 40th I would I'd still be yeah I'd still be trying to round up would you really yeah of course it's like a little bit of a challenge (laughs) Uh, uh, we'll see how we go (laughs) yeah we will it's lots of songs 
and it's the 5th of November and I'm already hoarse. I'm already a bit hoarse. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, I I'm have to write it in. Come on, get them all out of your system. <laughs> before we have to saddle up and go oh, and do a gig. Oh, you just beat me to it. Oh, sorry, mate. Yeah. Oh. Uh, what a mare. Wow. Yeah. What a mare. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, a, a breathe of nightmare. Wow. That's good. <laughs> it's all right. Yeah, well, that's not the main joke of the podcast. Main? That's good. Yeah. 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 You could have put it on the tail end. Oh, very good. Yeah. Main yeah. tail gags. Oh. Yeah. I wonder if uh, anyone will be hoofing it in there tonight. I think maybe definitely some uh, hoofing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A few people look like Clyde Sales. I'm stretching now. Oh, very good. <laughs> no, well, no, not really. Hmm. <laughs> I, I can't, I'll go no more. No? No. No more? Yeah. Well, I got a bit Palomino more. of mine? I, got a bit I thought more. you would. Uh, a bit more. Very That's good. good. Yeah. Unbridled horse puns. <laughs> <laughs> no more. Good night. Oh, fuck me. All right. Hey, no more. Uh, hey, good. I love hey. it. Uh, <laughs> hey, we've got the other camera running right now. It looks, it does look nice. It looks better than the iPhones. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but right. we have to have a timer on. Mm. Uh, because it only films for 29 minutes and 59 seconds, so we have to go stop and start again. But I imagine, given the time it is, that'll probably work out quite well. Mm. Um, so professional. Would you pulling back the curtain, you blizzard of Oz? Uh, i tell you what I will do right now, is on camera and on podcast, Good I'm going to take a photo of the setup from inside the car... <laughs> Which is, I put the lights on the outside of the car with baking, baking paper over the things what to make it hot? less flary. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I'll tell you what, that'd be good to make cookies and podcasts <laughs> at the same time. Yeah. yeah. I don't think you can do that with LED technology. <laughs> oh, I think that's part of the, part of the uh, enjoyment. Bloody LEDs. Hey, what did you do today? Uh, I rehearsed all day with um, the team from Rebel, the show. Rebel, the show. Um, Not Rebel Rebel, the show. No. Oh. That obviously, though, is one of the songs from this Bowie-themed glam rock circus spectacular. Yeah. That sounds real fun. Yeah, pretty good fun. Yeah. Um, so it's the brainchild of Stuart Reeve, who I've known for a long time through um, working with him at Dracula's. Uh, he was the singer for uh, Sand and Liver for a while. So yeah, one cool. of the permanent yeah, kind right. of Fellini kind of guys. Um, to be sure the area was least. And then he, um, he's been up doing Dracula's in Queensland again um, for the start of the new Nine Pints season. Um, and he's hooked up with a producer, uh, Eleanor, who runs a company called Highwire. And so she's put together a, a a bunch of incredible circus troupe performers who also play musical instruments. Sweet. So the cast is the band. Oh, whoa. So they jump off instruments at strategic points of the show and onto do an act. Trampolines. Yeah, onto, you know, the uh, circumvolution, the big the big <gasps> wheel thing. Yeah. yeah. I love crazy, that stuff. Crazy, str- crazy <clears throat> strong. This girl's unbelievable. Um, yeah, so we've got trapeze and silks and um, the Chinese pole thing, like the guitarist. Oh, yeah, it's with the wrist. Arms like this, yeah, oh. yeah, just nutty. So it's really, really exciting to I be, was, to I be working admit, with them. I was, I have to admit, initially I was a bit upset why no one called me to be part of it. Uh, 
and now I still am. No. <laughs> I wasn't actually, but it just led into that little kind of almost joke that I almost made. <laughs> Good. Um, you could maybe, with your, your farming technology, you could yeah. maybe do the grinding act. I could definitely do some grinding. Well, yeah. meat grinding, that's bad taste. No. No, it tastes good, actually. Metal gauntlets, angle yeah. grinder, oh, yeah, sparks a fucking go-go. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no worries. Easy. Mate, Easy. Mean, could you imagine? Easy. Yeah. yeah. Huh? I can imagine. Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty handy with uh, tools of yeah. grinding and angles. Okay. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we um, open at the end of January next year. At the Melbourne Spiegel Tent for five shows. So, uh, so and then after Australia Day? After Australia Day. Great. Yes. Yes. What's wrong? There's some noise going on next to You'll me. You'll be okay. You'll be okay. Yes. Don't worry, man. All right, Don't worry. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so it's been a really full-on couple of days. We worked yesterday during the afternoon before I went to my gig. And then I went home and listen to what we recorded because it was the first time I'd gotten together with them. So I listened to what we recorded of all of the entire show and um, wrote notes for today's rehearsal, arrangement changes and all that sort of stuff. Stops and starts and cool. Yeah, topping and tailing stuff. So um, a big day today, like five five hours um, and pretty well non stop just Playing and playing and playing, just wow. yeah, yeah. So they and they were really tenacious. They were good. So yeah, awesome, fun times, Great. fun times. Is it just Bowie music? Just Bowie music. Cool. Yeah. Right. Um, Stu's an incredible, um, got an incredible voice, incredible range, but is also a really good um, mimic of those kind of styles yeah, and cool. things as well. Like he's got that big round. See those eyes of green? Like that whole thing that doesn't sound like Mel Torme, but actually sounds like Bowie. Cool. Yeah. Well, I look forward to trying to see that. Yeah. Yeah. Fun times. What about you? What have you been up to today? Uh, I went up to the farm today. And, of course you did. Uh, so Monday, it's my, kind of my Monday thing. Yeah. I catch up with mum and dad. Uh, you know, see, mum will tell me stories of how she wrangled children over the weekend, uh, grandchildren. And dad will tell me stories of how he wrangled farm animals. <laughs> uh, so we had good chats and then... The process is much the same in many ways, I'd have thought. Yeah, I mean, there's more uh, rules and regulations around the handling of sheep, uh, legally. <laughs> is there? Yeah. Well, well, there's something I didn't know. Yeah, there is. I mean, things like, um, so now all... You can't shear your kids. Ah, uh, well, you can, you know, but people who are divorced have to. Yeah. Um, Catch up, you'll be all right. Yep. Uh, no, but uh, so new laws around uh, sheep tagging. So all sheep now have to have electronic tags on their ears. So there is a, an electronic database. So when a sheep goes from is transported from one property through, you know, a yard to another one. Yeah. Then it's all electric, so they can trace where it's come from, uh, where it was where it was born. Um, what? Well, it's all got to do with um, making sure that the, the pedigree is right, for one, but also if there's a, a sickness or a disease, they can trace it back to a particular property and a particular time. So, yeah, it's very... Um, God, that's amazing. Yeah. That's yeah. expensive. Well, it's, it's actually not 
particularly, I think a tag's, I mean, each tag's less than a, well, I mean, less than 40 cents or something like that. Um, so it still mounts up. Yeah, that's I mean, not well, a you horse. Know, there's yeah. 60. <laughs> um, oh, shit, Greg. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot of stuff. I mean, it goes to, it goes to really show you that the, the peasants of the world throughout history have been the uh, the geniuses, haven't they? They've been the ones that have worked out how to make make stuff work, you know, from building fences and walls and gates and... Necessity uh, is the mother of invention, my friend. Well, just, uh, you know, um, understanding weather patterns and rain and how to plant something, how to plough and till and all that kind of stuff. I mean... Fallow. Infallible. No, that's not it. Um, just, just working sh shopping and stuff and language. working shopping yeah. <laughs> working shopping that's our lives huh? yeah um, so it's not mine when was the last time you went shopping when was the last time you went shopping for clothes actually in a in a store um, three months ago <laughs> that's quite precise yeah I bought two pairs of jeans and I remember because I just started dating Kat and I needed new jeans oh, oh no um, and there were all of the change rooms were were full so I just took my pants off in the middle of Maya and when I relayed this story to her she went you didn't and I went yeah I did and there was like this spark of recognition like I think I really like this guy God. <laughs> her face is like well that's practical I mean you know I mean I, I didn't I wasn't in an aisle wherever I could see I tucked myself around behind a few I'm uh, sure you tucked yourself things. around behind a few uh Yes, yeah, so I do need to get. I do need some new shirts. Some uh, new wearing to gig shirts. Mm. I do need some because there is a manager, Adam, who works at the place we're playing tonight, and he and I have the same shirt. So, quite thankfully, we've never worn it on How the same embarrassing. night. I uh, would be. So I wore one last night, and he said, "That is the sort of thing <laughs> that boys really don't worry about, isn't it?" Yeah, it doesn't. But he goes, "Ah, oh, glad I didn't wear mine tonight." I said, "Well, this is dirty tonight, so you can wear yours tomorrow." <laughs> Yeah, we don't worry about that shit. Not really. Yeah. Yeah, you, oh God, yes. I, you were always going to hit yeah. that curb. Um, Hi. Do you know what's interesting about that? Uh, clothes? You just said that, about clothes. Is if you look at, at um, if you look at a photograph from before there was colour photographs, right? Everyone was wearing dark shirts and hat, dark suits and hats. So you couldn't tell if they look, if they were any different. There's really no way of uh, understanding that maybe fashion was something different at some point in time because photography and the way of uh, the way they recorded it just you couldn't see the subtleties of the difference. Obviously, there were different colours and all that kind of stuff, but they all just looked like they were wearing the same stuff. Like you see a, a photograph of like a street from the early 19th century, like everyone just looks the same. <laughs> Did you prefer it that way? Well, I don't remember it. <laughs> yeah. No, but to look back at it, would you have liked it better that way? What if that was really what it was? What if what if they are colour photographs? What if you're actually looking at a colour photograph but that's what the town actually looked like? Well, maybe they are colour photographs. So just, you can't see all the colours because of our... Look at this colour photograph! <laughs> First draft. Good. Yeah. Um, would I prefer it that way? I think so, yes. <laughs> really? <laughs> Good. Are you uh, following improv rules? Just agreeing with everything and moving on? No, no. I just... Oh, uh, no, he's not. 
It's like when you ask the question of like, like, what period of time would you like to be born, right? And then if, I mean, the reality of any answer to that is now, because there's never been a better time to be alive in the history of being alive, based on... We, have we based, done this? Yeah, yeah. But it's like you, you could look at a, you could look at a, uh, a time like that and go, oh, that looks pretty simple. I would like that. Yeah. But then you'd also go, wow, it's really hard to get enough nourishment. <laughs> yeah, but the 60s, dude, I can't go past the 60s. Well, you just like the free sex. That's exactly what I like. I'm what's, sick of paying for it. What's the difference? We're always paying for it, mate. There's never <laughs> such thing as free sex. I can guarantee you. Come on. No, I'm serious. Come on. Everything's, everything is an agreed upon exchange of some kind. Oh, good lord. Isn't it? No. I think so. No. Yeah. Sometimes it's just, just shenanigans. Yeah, but some, that's still an agreement of an exchange of something. Effectively, even if it's just bodily fluid. But I give that freely. Uh, and therefore, I would suggest that I don't think there's really much difference between the 60s and the nows for you. <laughs> Other than the fact you wasn't born then. <laughs> All right, fair enough. It would be interesting to be around back then and just see um, whether or not Richard Nixon was really as corrupt as he seemed or whether Donald Trump is, is uh, not anywhere near as bad as everyone says. That was a tough sentence. Try to unpack it. Yeah. You might have to do that for me. Yeah. Uh, well, no, a tough sentence was what uh, Richard Nixon got. Uh, I know he got pardoned, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, um, that brings it. We could have a very quick controversial conversation. Oh, good. I love that. So uh, one of my good friends came into my gig yesterday uh, with his partner. Um, now, both super intelligent people, way, way brighter than me. Um, and... So it's a real, real challenge to have a debating type perspective conversation with them. Um, that sounds fun. Yeah, it was. It's great. It really, it's good trash. Um, and so, uh, you know, I can sometimes play a little bit of devil's advocate. Uh, don't say anything yet. <laughs> um, and the, so, well, the conversation was about TV, and then we got onto Boston Legal, and then someone said something about Meghan Markle, and I said, oh, "Yeah, she seems like a you know a lovely person." I said, "I quite like Harry," and my friend's partner said, oh, "He seems to be coming good after his you know time of being you know a bit of a, an idiot." Uh, that's paraphrasing. She she wouldn't say that. Doesn't use language like that. Um, and I was like, "What do you mean?" And then she mentioned the, uh, you know, the Nazi hmm. uniform. And I said, "I oh, can't. It's just a uniform. You can't be in trouble for wearing something that existed." Uh, and then the next hour was a conversation about that. And what I brought up was, I think it's really interesting. So, sure, the subject of the party, as my friend pointed out, was uh, dressed up as something colonial, which is a bad taste thing to do anyway. Um, but it's also a private party, so you're kind of like, well, you know. Uh, maybe you should be allowed to do whatever you want when it's private. But um, I said, I wonder how many people dressed up as uh, British colonial things that weren't even looked at. Because when you look at, if you look at colonialism and look what you know, the the British did mm. throughout the history of mm. well, Great Britain, yeah, and how they and just invaded, everywhere they invaded, everywhere they invaded, they massacred yeah. the natives by the millions mm -hmm. but because it's our side we're not worried about it and all well we don't uh, dwell upon it and also because it's not the 20th century as yeah. much um, and so you know the, the the nazis represent this thing it's like 
And I was saying, the Nazis represent just another side of what what the British have done for, for hundreds of years as well. It's just that we don't think it's as bad because it's us. So we don't even focus on it. We don't even remember that we may have been involved in it. And when I say we, it still wasn't actually us as individuals. So it's interesting that... The Nazis were particularly brutal, though. Of course they were. Yeah, yeah. of course that's not. And it's the, it's me saying... Uh, yes, they were, but the the English in Australia would, were comparable. I mean, absolutely they were. I mean, there's no Aborigines left in Tasmania. Mm. You know, like, it's it's just that there's, there's the 20th... Not just, of course, that's a terrible thing to say, but it's the... 20th century technology and the grand scale of it in a short period of time that and also the record keeping of it yeah 100% is, is, I, I agree with that yeah, I mean that and also but also that they were the opposition they weren't us you know mm. it's uh, I think that's a real part of it and uh, I'm not it's not that I was also saying I condone insensitive behaviour like that I certainly don't because I think there should be an element of consideration with things you do hmm. uh, but I also kind of go I think I but how far does that does do we have to um, mitigate our intentions if we're going to wear a Indian headdress or a Mexican outfit I don't I just a, yeah I mean the um, it's it's yes. almost rhetorical. It's, yeah. I'm not actually asking and all of you. There's the question so. as well of um, who's who is being who is being expressing offence on whose behalf yes. and why. Well, that's for, the biggest thing about. For example, I don't like if you like. For example, I am uh, a Welsh born. I'm a you know uh, I was born in the United Kingdom, and to Italian grandparents and uh, Welsh and English grandparents, right? At what point can I be up in arms and down in legs about something that represents part of my lineage, mm. but not my history, and yeah, not, yeah, yeah. not my actual culture because of, of where I where I am? Like, can I be offended by something when someone talks about it negatively about Italians? Can I be offended about that? I mean, it's not. It's not me directly. Mm. Um, there is, of course, the uh, you know I have the separation of the fact that well I look a certain I look a certain way, or I don't look a certain way. So if you know if you are from you know a Chinese family, then you have Chinese genetics and you look a certain way. So there's the added uh, conundrum around how do people represent that in costume or you know like. Like the Hong Kong Fui kind of parodies type. Yeah, yeah, type yeah. Thing. The Fu Manchu moustache. Yeah, yeah. But in the same token, it's like if you like things that happened and the way people dressed and cultures happened. Yeah. Are you are you are you mocking something or are you just going to? Well, a that's what I meant about party? mitigating the intention. Yeah. Um, uh, if if I was to dress up as as a British colonial officer, it. Um, is it because you hate Aboriginals? Yeah, correct. That's that's exactly the point. Of course, it's not. It's like it just, yeah. But that's what I mean. Like, I mean, how 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 far back, really, realistically, should we be expected to go as individuals, just having a bit of fun? Um, 
but it, are these things that we're supposed to consider all the time now? Now, well, yeah. Now that we're woke. Well, it's, yeah, well, it's the same. It, you know, you could go back and go, and go, right, well, I'm dressing as a caveman. It's, whoa. You know how many caveman were murderers? All of them. <laughs> like, had to be, because oh, yeah. that's where we've come from. And it, I'm not, I know where I say, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not trying to play devil's advocate for the, uh, the, the be the pain in the ass and oh, be I the thorn in the side. But I'm trying to just say, hang on, like, yeah. But, I mean, these are the without necessarily um, going any further with it this is I think what people mean when they say political correctness gone mad and yes yeah yeah. they they very few occasions where you would hear someone say that even in the media where they would then um, go further and say and these are the reasons why it seems ridiculous but it is the underlying current of that sort of stuff is exactly that it's like well how how, how responsible do we have to be as individuals for Potentially causing offence about a thing that, like tearing down the tearing down the um, statues of the uh, the war heroes. Yes, of the South. yes, we have spoken about. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't think. You, yeah, we've spoken about that specifically. Like, you can't pretend things didn't exist because they uh, they represent a time where people did things that we now look back on and go, "That's bad." Mm. Uh, because basically, that's at any point in history. Um, you know, basically, you can't have religion that way because all religions have been persecutory and, and murderous um, there's no way we're ever as a society and I mean any society we're talking about you know um, here in our in our Melbourne bubble or Victoria or Australia or Western society or you know then you go to other countries there's no way that there's ever going to be a worldwide or a countrywide or a worldwide consensus reached about what's okay and what's not oh that's so true there's always going to yeah. be the people who are um, offended yeah and offended on other people's behalf well, there, when yeah. often the first group isn't offended at all yeah I don't think uh, I, I think it's important to be uh, a a champion for people who are not in the same uh, position of uh, wealth or education edu- standard or like you know mm-hmm. what I mean? I'm not saying but um, that's not necess- I mean that's not necessarily taking cultural minorities or anything like that I think I think there's a difference between um, defending someone and because here's what I mean by that so often the way people defend someone else or something else or a concept is to attack so, and that's not the same as defending that's not the same as sticking up for someone it's it's uh, the violent retort. It sure. It's the aggressive retort. Like, and so to say that because you, because you say or do this one small thing, then you are this huge thing, uh, and you are only that. And I think that's common in the. Uh, what do you say? The political correct defence, the social justice type thing, is to is to, to um, do that, and that's. But in order to have a a, a any sort of stable footing to know really where you stand in the world there has to be some sort of consensus I know I just said that, that we're not we don't live in a world where you can it, uh, like you can't you can't use a Chinese accent or an Indian accent but it's okay to use an Irish accent like accents I find really interesting um, which I think that's I mean I haven't been in a scenario where I where that was a problem. No? 
No. <laughs> well, I don't know what you meant by that. Well, I used to, I, you know, I used to work in a bank, and half the staff were Indian, and we, we were. The, we understood there was a difference between mocking someone and impersonating someone. Oh yeah, and okay. You know I mean? like, talked about like, that too. And that's the thing: the, the what you say and how you say it is really important. Now, that's the other aspect of that kind of thing. Like, uh, uh, you know, a, 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 someone who speaks English with an ac- accent from someone, from another culture, you know, with the accent in English, is are you are you making fun or are you impersonating? And they've they're but broadly it's speaking, you recognise that, that more that people that uh, if you are given a random cross section of people, that if you were to do an Indian accent, that people would shout you down for it. But if you did a Scottish accent, it's fine, regardless of the, of the context. Yeah, okay. Uh, but don't you think that's true? I. I and that's not about minorities, well, I haven't, is it? I haven't had that experience, so I don't know. Like, right. I've never witnessed anything like that. Right. Yeah. So, uh, it's entirely possible, yeah, but I've not witnessed it. Uh, and I've got to do this. Okay. Enjoy. Oh, wow. It's entirely possible, but yeah. I've not witnessed it. Um, but I also, because it's, you know, we all live in our, as you just said, like our small bubble. It's like, when I do an accent, it's to relay a story of an exchange I've had sure. with someone. So I'm not belittling anyone. I'm trying to, you know, um, I'm trying to make the the storytelling more authentic and uh, an experience yeah. for the people around me. Well, regardless of whether you've witnessed it and what your experiences are, I'm telling you that that is the way it is. That right. If we walked on stage tonight and said, hello, <laughs> someone would fucking yell at us for doing it. But that's a parody. That's picking on someone. That's different to having a... Isn't that different to... But why is that different to me walking up there, aside from the fact that I can't do a very good Irish accent? Why is it different to me doing that? That would be acceptable. Yeah, I, I think... Ah, to be sure. Like, that's a, that's a parody. That's... I do think you are correct. Um, yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that is murky. Yeah. Yeah. And but that's I, why people get up in arms and down in legs. Yeah, yeah. And rightfully so. Like, just be fucking consistent. No, no, be consistent is what I mean. Oh, right, yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Don't don't say I can and do this course, and can't do uh, this when it's the fucking same thing. And of course, the natural response that we have culturally, uh, the one that I don't agree in, is, all right, well, then we paint everything with the same brush and you can't do anything. Yeah. Yeah, instead of going, oh, actually, we can use our... Uh, uh, I heard a term the other day um, on a podcast, uh, competitive victimisation. Oh, wow. Where victims of things compete uh, to see which one of them is the more of a victim than the other. She's always what? Yeah, it's, it was really interesting. Um, it was a, a Joe Rogan podcast and it was these two guys who had written fake papers and submitted them, fake absurd papers that pushed social justice um, uh, subjects of interest but they were completely fabricated and they you know they got accepted and then a bunch of them got published and then they got found out for for and they, what they wanted to do is illustrate how um, they wanted to take the piss well they, they wanted to illustrate that um, the publishing of academic papers is now gone beyond the mm. point of usefulness mm. and um, it is absurd and it's definitely the the domain of um, people who want to stop 
people from actually free thinking. Mm. They want to. Uh, it's really interesting. Um, but yeah, competitive victimhood was really uh, the core. Yeah, I, I can see how that could be uh, a thing. Tricky. Pretty tricky. Um, I got a flat tire this week. <laughs> well, I've had two flat tires this year. This year. Yeah. Right. Competitive victimhood. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, after my gig on Thursday, so late, so I was there late, and then I stopped at a service station because I heard it making the noise. Do, do, do. Uh, well, so as I, I said, your f- tires are so thin and sexy that they look flat anyway. Uh, yeah, I tried to make a t- have a chat to them and say, "You guys look really nice and like, like you look smooth and stuff," but it didn't lift them. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> um. So I, I tried in vain to put air in one, so then I, yeah, it didn't work. Um, so I got down and I was undoing the wheel nuts and a guy came over and said, what are you doing? <laughs> Changed the time, mate, got a flat. Oh, fuck it. I don't even take a, a spare with me anymore. Like I travel all around Australia. Look, that's my, that's my vehicle there. He said, I just get a can of that, like instant leak fix stuff. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, fuck. I'll go and get it for you. No, mate, you don't have to get it for me. Well, we'll come inside and we'll see if there is any there. So I went in, 22 bucks for this can of stuff. Went out and he said, if it doesn't work, I'll, f- I'll give you your money back. <laughs> no, Did it work No. No, it didn't work. <laughs> I didn't ask my money back, but I got home at like quarter past four or Ooh. something. Yeah, there's no, a lot quarter of- three, sorry, quarter past three. Oh, well, that's yeah. slightly better. There's a lot of that happening at this time of year. Getting, getting home, home, at, getting home at double o'clock after gigs. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So it's uh, it, it's nice to to open the door at my place, and then the dog always meets me at the door now because it used to be out the back before there was someone living at my house with me. And That's now I open the door, and he's he's there, and he, and so uh, everyone who's listened to this for a while will know that dogs are allowed in the bedroom or on the couch, but. We, I have, you know, my blue chairs that I, my meditation mm. chairs. So he's actually he's allowed to come and sit on my lap up there. All right. So we have a cuddle every night. I get home, we have a cuddle, and he snores a little bit. And we well, goes to sleep. Yeah, he falls asleep like that. <laughs> like he's big, but he's yeah. He's, That's a bit he, nice. Obviously, he's, uh, I've woken him up, so he just goes straight back to sleep, and then he wakes up usually from a dream type thing, and then that's when I know. About ten minutes, oh it's really cute. And then I go in and uh, I wake up, cat, and it's um, no longer. Is that you? Right. right now, I just preface it with "It's me," and she goes, "I know." <laughs> it's really cool. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, you enjoying the sensation of coming home to a person? Oh, it's yeah, yeah. It's lovely. Yeah, it's really nice. Good. Yeah, really. It's Fuck, I set you up there. I mean, you couldn't answer any other way, but I, I know you mean it. Oh, of course, <laughs> yeah. No, you didn't set me up. You, well, you set up the good setup. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's really uh, very, very significant positive change in my life. It's really good. Good. Yeah. It's nice to share that with people too who say, you look good. I mean, you look tired. Clearly, you're coming home late, but... Um, <laughs> There's a, there's a certain other air about me that people can read, which is good. Mm. Yeah. And smell. Thanks, cat. <laughs> and dog, clearly. Cat and dog. <laughs> it's the best. Yeah. yeah. I got a pack tomorrow to go to Queensland on Friday, so the cat's got a, a 
so she can get agitated tomorrow, but then have a couple of days of calves. Like, um, oh, because when you pack the case, they know what's going on. He's just putting stuff in a suitcase. Yeah, but he hasn't actually gone anywhere, so it's fine. Yeah, yeah. my dog does that. Yeah. Well, uh, what do you mean? I know what happens here. I go to the farm for a week. Oh, he's alright with that, though, isn't he? Yeah, but he still he loves going. But when I come home, he sticks to me like yeah for three days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I think he's still getting a little. I mean, he loves cat. Like loves it, but I think he's still a little bit like, "What's going on?" Like I'm not sure. Yeah, okay. What this dynamic is. Yeah, I um I brought out my cat's old automatic feeder to give to a friend of mine the other day. Um, she recognised it. She hasn't had it for 18 months. Yeah. But bright yellow thing, plastic thing about this big, brought it out of the back room, and she was like, oh. "Ooh, yeah, hilarious, <laughs> really funny, They're funny. I love them." Yeah, yeah, yeah good I just animals. 16 scritchy turned this month. That's amazing. Mm. I can, my maths doesn't even go that far, my times tables. I certainly, I, weirdly, I, not to be morbid, but I did have a moment yesterday when I was, I guess maybe because I'd been thinking about the fact that I'd arbitrarily decided how old she was. I mean, I know how old she is, but arbitrarily decided when her birthday was because no one really knows, do we? No. So, Farm cats, you don't know. I figured first of November, that'll do. She must have been about... Five, six weeks old, but I'm Yeah. Christmas time. Six, seven weeks old. What are you doing for think. Christmas Day? Uh, During the day? Uh, I'll, I'll probably be with my girls. Yeah, cool. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I haven't spoken about it because, jeez, oh, I'm, I'm a really in the moment guy. I've come to realise this, particularly with reference, well, with close thought about you and your plans and everything you've achieved in the last sort of couple of years with your EP but planning the next one and writing the songs and having the studio booked but not actually having written the songs yet and all that sort of stuff like you've just you're very much a goal setting kind of this is what I need to work towards in order to actually achieve anything and I just I really do just do what's in front of me yeah uh, that's... To, and to my detriment a lot of the time because it gets to um, the day after I should have done something and I curse myself for the fact that with just a tiny bit of fuck me dude just plan that I could have done that thing a lot better. I could have been, and it's mainly about actually keeping in contact with people and just being a bit more uh, with. Sure. Hmm. Yeah, I get it. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, if they've already planned something and you're not allowed to be involved, you can come to Christmas at our place. Thanks, man. <laughs> Thanks. Because I've only got the. I think I've only got one Christmas night. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, I have the whole day off. Uh, it's our family Christmas day. So yeah, it happens every second year. Uh, we do Christmas on Christmas day. Oh, yeah. oh, is it every second year? Yeah, yeah, right. Well, it's every second year I go home to Adelaide. Yes. Uh, yeah, that does make sense. So obviously last year I gigged because it was, and then we had Boxing Day was at Christmas. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah right. Um, yeah, it's, it'll be, um, I mean, <laughs> Christmas is just, it really, it, to me, it is just another day. I get that it means significant things to other people. Yeah, of like course. It means a lot to my mum and all that yeah. sort of stuff, and particularly as she gets older. Uh, she, she does like it when I'm there, but it will be a really lucrative Christmas New Year period this year, so yeah. I couldn't. Yeah. I, I'm glad I'm I decided to stay. I'm not busy at all in December. 
No. No. So it turns out that my thousands of gigs in November means that I've actually got most of December off at the moment. <laughs> so I hope, I'm hoping what that means is because December's busy for the world, that they've only focused on booking and organising stuff for November. Oh, that's entirely possible, uh, And that uh, as halfway through November yet, people and places go, oh, crap, we haven't booked anything for December yet. And then I'll actually mm. uh, be able to eat. Uh, You'll be okay. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. To be fair, to I've, be fair, I've eaten. To be fair, food. to be fair. Oh, careful! Uh, I've eaten a lot more than uh, my previous four months. <laughs> in the yeah. last four months. So yeah, it's probably being in a relationship does that. I could probably do with a December off. Is that half past nine? Ah, uh, yes, yeah, nine thirty. We've got to go, dude. Yeah, I know. I was about to say that. Oh, sorry. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so we're going to go now and then uh, do a gig, and then we're going to do another podcasty thing sometime in the next. 72 hours before you go to Queensland. Mm. Yeah. So we've got one for this week and one for next week. Yep. That's cool. Yeah. All right, let's go to work. All right. We'll see you later, biscuits. <laughs> didn't work, did it? No, you fucked it up. Uh, it wasn't a cracker at all. I'm going to have uh, lunch with Simon and Emma tomorrow. Good. Yeah. Give them my best. I will give you them. Yes. Far out. I'll give them six of the best from me. My brain is uh, not good. No. Yes, it's not good. I'm allowed well, we to speak like that because of my lineage, you know? Mm. You see? Yeah, see? Yeah. Far yeah. out. I don't know. Nothing wrong with being racy. If you need us, we'll be a jackpot last night if you're watching it on Thursday. Oh, God, stop it. Hang on. No, I know. I'm still three days out. God, it's only Monday. Hard work. Fuck. Bye. See ya. <laughs>